coming up in this week's episode. There'll be plenty of people in life that will tell you that there's only one path to success, but I'm here to tell you that there's not. You can go to uni or you can decide not to go to uni no matter what. It's up to you because you make your own success. Hi everyone and welcome back to The Student Show, the podcast for students by students. I'm your host Holly and today we're going to chat all about careers. I'm joined by Drew Tart, founder of PW Cosmetics and social media influencer. Drew, would you like to tell everyone about yourself? Yes, so obviously my name is Drew. I am 25 years old and I own a cruelty-free cosmetics brand and I'm also a makeup artist as well, which helped to influence the cosmetics brand. Um, I think that's all really I know what to say about myself. Um, it's so hard when someone asks me that because I'm like, what else can I say, literally? <laughs> when did you start your cosmetics brand? Um, oh gosh, what was the date? We launched it on the 24th of November 2019. So it's been going now for just over a year, which is so exciting. Um, it was so annoying because I couldn't have my big like um one year birthday because of obviously lockdown, which was so yeah. annoying. But yeah, so just over a year now, it's been an amazing journey. For those who don't know about you, how did you get into you know makeup and that there sort of industry? I'd always been passionate about it through school. I was always into art. And to be fair, my parents were like, you know, what do you want to do with art? Do you want to go to university? And it was kind of one of those things of, I think the art side of me was more because I liked the makeup and I loved playing around with color and like shades and different things like that. And then I remember um, applying for Benefit Cosmetics. It was like a, we call it a junior makeup artist role. So I went in and didn't have any idea what I was doing. I didn't even think I was going to get the job because I had no experience whatsoever. Went in and had to do like the most grueling interview and came out and thought, I'm never going to get called back ever. Literally a month later, um, literally like four weeks later, the girl phoned me and was like, yeah, we've got the job here for you if you want it. And I was like, oh my God, this is my dream. So got into there and that kind of started the whole passion for like, learning about makeup products and knowing what works for people's skin tones and working on all different kind of like just skin textures and stuff as well and that kind of where that all sparked from and then obviously Beauty Cosmetics was born what four years later after research and research and stuff like that but yeah. I suppose you kind of like certain things from like some products and then other things from other brands and you just kind of want to make the perfect like makeup products that you just love yeah for yourself. exactly and also being inclusive as well because there's nothing worse whenever you go to a shop a brand and you can't see your skin tone or mm-hmm. you know you don't really know what colors to use for your own skin type so that's kind of why my brand was somewhere that you could feel comfortable to talk to me through messenger I could give you like tips on what colors would work for you as well as obviously as we grow I'm going to need to bring people on to help me for that but just and just wanted to be a brand that stood out for empowering women and being all about Anybody wants to wear makeup, so I know other brands are very much focused on like only girls wearing them and things like that. Whereas mine's kind of like whoever you are, wherever you're from, you know, you can wear products and feel good. So that was kind of my aim whenever I started it. That's so like refreshing to hear. Just some company that has them um, their values and all. Because nowadays oh, yeah. it's it's you think it's hard. You think it'd be easy to come by a you know brand like that, but it's actually hard these days to try and find a yeah. brand that stands for all of these things that you've mentioned. Yeah, and you never know who you're shopping with either. So it's important exactly. to know what the brand is. Really 
Definitely. Well, I wish you all the success in that. It's really exciting. Oh, thank you. So let's get into knowing you a bit better by playing your two tricks, one like game. So if you have your statement there, go ahead, read them out, and I'll try and guess what one they are. Okay, so I'm going to have to look at my page because I was out and I'm getting the one as well. So my first job was in a cafe. Um, I wouldn't have been able to start DW Cosmetics without investors and I was fired after three months in one of my jobs. I can go through them again if you want. <laughs> no, I'm thinking here, I can't, I feel like the first one is true. So it's either okay. the second one or the third one that I think is a lie. Um, okay. Maybe the third one, would that be the lie? You think I was fired after three months in a job? Yes. That is actually a truth. <laughs> Oh, so the, See, I was nearly going to say that because the other day you'd mentioned you had like six something interviews or something you'd went through um, yeah. or jobs, was it? So I was going to say that. Oh, no, literally, no. So the one that's lie is I didn't have any investors. I just had to start off my own back. But yes, I was fired after three months in a job because I couldn't apparently hold the plates right. I kept burning my arms. You know, you're holding all the, the plates mm -hmm. trying to get that right. It was a disaster. So they were like, yeah, Drew, unfortunately, we just have to let you go. I was like, oh, okay, then, that's fine. See you later. So before we get into this week's topic, let's hear this week's good news story. So Ulster University's unique art and design shop is holding a raffle to raise funds to the community supporting students and other than I off the shop. Tickets are priced at £5 and they can be purchased from unique.ulster.ac.uk. Entries for the raffle close on Friday the 23rd of April with a draw taking place at 5pm. The winner will receive a hamper filled with items by various artists. So that's this week's good news story. So as we know, the topic today is all about careers. So let's get started where many of us basically start at and that is literally with work placements. So and you spoke about benefit and that was really where you started. Um, yeah. Is that your main source of experience or did you have someone before that? Um, so I was obviously in a couple of different jobs before I ever landed that job, which was the last job I had before I started my own business. But um, I worked in cafes. I worked in, oh my God, retail. I, I had so many different jobs just because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought maybe I wanted to work with kids. So I worked in like a kid's soft play area for like a year and a half. Um, gosh, where else? Just cafes and bars, basically just trying to figure out how to make money and what was actually my like passion because I just didn't know when you leave school sometimes you're it's drilled in do that like these are the only career paths you can choose and none of them suited yeah. what I wanted so that's why I tried so many different jobs because I was like well if I don't know what I want to do I may as well just try some different jobs and see how I feel about them but yeah I had to go through a lot to, to pick the one I actually liked. I know I was really the same did you leave school when you were 50 or did you do A levels? No, I did A-levels. I did. I said all my levels, yeah. I went on done art, um, art, drama and business studies, um, which was, it was fine. It was good. I think I just kept them on because a lot of people tell you, if you leave in fifth year, you know, you're less likely to get a good career. You know, it's harder mm -hmm. for jobs. Really That's what I was just about to say. I was in the same boat. I went on to A-levels and I think that was the point where I was sort of picking subjects. I picked French because I kind of like languages and then I picked business studies because I thought, well, if everything goes wrong in French, I could do some with business studies. And yeah. then I just picked media because I was like, well, I could do the media side of things. And honestly, I hadn't got a clue what I was doing because I, as you said, I didn't want to become a nurse. I didn't want to become a doctor. I didn't want to become no. a, you know, 
you know, a police officer, I didn't want to become a teacher, yeah. you know, a lawyer. None of them were like appealing to me. And it was just happened that I had a chat in the car one day with my mom about becoming a journalist. And I thought to myself, like, what is it as a journalist? Because he didn't even mention it at school. No. And even when I came to my teacher and my career teacher and I said, she was like, oh, well, maybe you might want to do something new different than that. That's not really like a stable job as such. And then at the mm-hmm. time, I was thought or thought, well, I'm going to do more research into this. And the more and more I researched into it, I was like, well, how on earth are you going to get your news if there's yeah. if journalism isn't a stable do- job? It's what, what's your doing? Yeah, well, that's it. Because even if I was in school, I remember talking to my careers teacher um, whenever I was in my first school, I went to two different ones. And I had said to her a couple of times, I'm really interested in makeup and the art side of it and like new entrepreneurship. And she was like, honestly, like a lot of entrepreneurs don't succeed. And I remember her actually telling me only like five or six percent of women are actually entrepreneurs. You know, what's the likelihood that it's ever going to work for you? So immediately my young naive self was like, oh, it's never going to work then. Like, why would I even try if I've got a really like slim chance of making it? So I kind of just pushed myself into whatever career was out there that people knew about, you know, working in a bar or restaurant or office work, whatever I could get that would make me some money when I left school because I just university wasn't for me I just couldn't pick a subject like that was my problem I just could not settle on a subject I did apply for universities but I was almost just like what am I going for like I don't really know what I want to do and I think unless you're really settled on what you want to do there's no point picking something on the basis of like you're kind of good at it and you think it's okay because you have four or three grueling years of doing it like every day so that was one of the things I just couldn't put myself through and I'm so glad I didn't now yeah, I think you what you done was just right because whereas I had my in my A levels, I had my head set on journalism. Like not yeah. everyone has their career set out by the end of their A levels or end of fifth year. Whereas you took them few years, and I think people need like normalize that. Like takes oh, yeah. time because there's no point in jumping into it because as you say, it is three years and it's three years of hard work. And university is one of them their things where unless you're really passionate about it, once you get in it, you you're not going to just you know do well because you know you're good at English whatever like that doesn't work yeah. at university unless you're really passionate about it it's just not going to be an easy journey so it's not no and that's it I think some people really unless you have a real passion for something or you're really interested in it personally for me it just wouldn't have worked and that was why for me I was kind of like I was annoyed now when I look back I'm like I'm annoyed that schools I don't even know if they're doing now they don't talk about you know, business and I know business studies, they have that, but I don't, they never touched on anything that I'm doing now with my own business, which would have been so helpful. You know, you have to take on your own courses. You have to look up your own information. You're not given any of that kind of detail in school, which I think is so important. So people know that there isn't just one path to success. There is so many different ones. So that's something I wish they would teach. Like, I think it's so important to let people know that there isn't just that one one way to get to success. I know. And another thing is when you start any school, everyone's on their own path. Like some people's you know, buying houses, some people are starting a family, everyone's oh, yeah. on a different path. And I don't think they like schools really instill that into you. Like there is different paths you can take except for going to university. And as yeah. you said, even just to teach people like just the basic things you need in life, like yeah. you know, paying for like a mortgage and getting all out there sort of stuff. Yeah. It's uh-huh. so important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. recently there have been a lot of you know online courses people have been doing especially with the pandemic have you been involved with any online courses or anything like that to be fair no because I've had so much going on with the brand I wouldn't even have time to pick up another course although 
I learn a lot through other people who own businesses by watching their stories or reaching out to them through email. I get a lot from different people that way. Um, I know there's a lot of free courses out there on entrepreneurship, you know, how to grow a brand, how to grow a brand, how to start a brand, all things like that. But um, one course I was actually looking into was life coaching. I would love to be a life coach. I would love to help someone who is maybe sitting there thinking that, you know, they work a nine to five job, they're not happy and they don't really know what to do with themselves. So I was looking into that. I haven't fully committed to it yet because I have a lot of things coming with, again, the brand. But um, it's definitely something I'd be interested in because there's so much out there to be discovered. Exactly. And there's all in courses nowadays are so much more easily accessible so they are like um some of the girls were saying hubspot is i think it's with open university but i'm not too sure but they offer free courses to help you with like business studies money politics any subject whatsoever they have online courses and some of them are free if not all of them so i mean there is plenty of opportunities out there for you just to i know especially some students when they're sat there sort of gap in the summer holidays if you would finish like well, I finished at the start of May, so I don't start until September. So that's like what five months, four months. Yeah. That it's just it's just empty. <laughs> you know, when you've nothing to do. And I mean it's not sound great, but when you're actually at home for four months and it's kind of like you you go 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 from September to May and then you just stop and it's just nothing. But it's such a good opportunity in that space of time to get involved with something like that. Um, when we asked on Instagram, what is your biggest worry when it comes to a job? A lot of people were just saying, like, not get one where I'll have to find, where I'll have to move to, to even find one. And I yeah. think that's such a big, like, stress, you know, for students nowadays, especially with COVID-19, like, the impact it's had on businesses. Like, where is our jobs going to be in the future? I know. I think that is, like, hearing, like, a lot of people worrying about, like, what jobs they're going to get, or they're stuck in a job right now, and they're maybe the job they were going for after uni isn't available because obviously coronavirus is here and it's not as easy to get jobs. I know some people that were really excited to get into events and stuff and then obviously COVID came and they haven't, they either lost their jobs or else there is literally no events to like have to look after or organize. So that's been a big thing for people as well. But I know it's a thing that's been going on right now. It makes things a wee bit harder. So if people can try not to be so hard on themselves when it comes to that, that might be a bit better. <laughs> That's like some words of wisdom, so it is uh, not be as hard on yourself because of it. Oh, yeah. It, it's easier. It is easier said than done. Like, but yeah. I think everyone just needs to remember at the end of the day, it's a pandemic. None of us in our lifetime who's been here on this earth has ever experienced a pandemic before. No. So we need to ourselves some slack, don't we? I know, I know. It is stressful, but at the end of the day, it is hopefully getting better. I do see a light at the end of the tunnel coming. So, that will be so much better Especially when it gets. Yes, I know. So, um, a huge part of, of getting a job is like the interview process. And are you one to sort of take interviews like in your stride, or are you a warrior when it comes to? It? Um, to be fair, obviously, because I had a couple of jobs when I was younger. I think I was a lot more ugh, not naive going into jobs. I just I could have definitely prepared myself a lot more. I kind of went into the jobs I was applying for were literally just like Centra or a cafe or wherever so I didn't really know how to come across really well in an interview it was kind of just like you know are you passionate about the food industry and I'm like yeah I mean I love food there's really so much you can say in those kind of interviews but my biggest interview would definitely have been benefit when I had to go in and actually traffic stop people so that's kind of where she literally just said to me take this product and try and go sell it to someone and I was like 
what like I was not prepared for that at all I was like um okay what I do so I literally ran over your inner saleswoman came out <laughs> yeah I ran over to this girl and her mom and I was like listen I want an interview right now I would love to try this brow product on you you know you've got no makeup on so like you're the perfect person for it if you could just spare me two minutes and she was like um okay fine because you're on an interview I'll come over and she came over and she ended up buying like a couple of things and that was actually how I got the job she was like wow you know you did so well and I was like oh my goodness they probably felt sorry for me but I know interviews can be really scary sometimes especially if you're quite like an introvert as a person you're quite quiet Mm -hmm. I know I have some friends that would be so outgoing around me but if it comes to an interview they really stress out because they're they're trying to get their words perfect they're trying not to mumble they're trying to look into their eyes and I'm like just relax before you go in don't overthink it because the person interviewing you has probably done this a million times you know you don't need to be perfect just be yourself which is the most important thing I think when it comes to actually doing interviews oh definitely I think I was in the same boat as yourself when I first started and I was like being interviewed for my current job in the hotel and my mom said you know like handed me this here he goes okay so I've looked up you know who they are as a company you know where else they own and I'm sitting there thinking what I know <laughs> I did, did I I that? She's, she's like just look over it okay look over it quick and just remember them things on that page I went into the interview thinking oh my goodness they're just gonna ask me like about no not about this well the first question was what do you know about the company and I'm like I'm just applying to work in the bar <laughs> oh my gosh isn't it crazy thing. I know it's crazy the amount of pressure people put on themselves I was the same though I used to go in like on a breakout and like hives in my chest I would get so like warm and like worked up especially when you're waiting outside for them to call you in and you see the other people waiting and you're like god how am I going to get this job and I think the biggest problem is is we're all like obviously in competition to see who can get the job so I know a lot of people are hard on themselves if they don't get jobs or they overthink it all going in but it is it is a tough process because you're obviously it's whether you're going to get like something say you're going for your dream job it's like a make or break moment for you in that way but it is, it is, it can be really difficult, but I think it's just one of those things you just have to breathe through it and understand that if it's not for you, it's not meant to be. So that's the only way you can look at it, I suppose. Yeah, it is. I think a lot of people have themselves focused on, I know some people were saying that they like researched the company, obviously, as we're saying, and then have some like example questions prepared. And I think that to a certain extent, but don't put too much pressure on yourself to remember like word for word what you're gonna say. I think honestly, just sitting like, I mean, I talk to myself all the time, so this oh, yeah. is a, a strange occurrence, but just like talking to yourself and like asking yourself the question and like making sense of an answer, like just going off the top of your head instead yeah. of thinking back, like what did that, what did I write down? What did I prepare? Because when you start doing yeah. that in the actual interview, it's so, it's so easy to tell. And if you're just not more casual about it. Yeah, I they think don't so. They don't even notice that I don't think I think they know when no. they know everyone's nervous I think that's something to remember every interviewer knows someone is going to be nervous because it yeah. is an interview after all and they've all been there like why else do you think they've got the jobs they're in because they've oh, literally exactly. been themselves yeah I think it's just you have to big yourself up in an interview too it's like you know what is your strong like strengths or like what are your weaknesses and I think actually talking about yourself sometimes makes people feel really uncomfortable so I know that's another thing but no at the end of the day most people who are taking interviews are really nice and they know that you're going in nervous and wanting the job. So they're going to give you as much time as you need to talk and kind of explain yourself. That's why I think you shouldn't live in your head too much. Just try and just get out exactly what you want to say and how you would say it rather than what your piece of paper says. So another alternative route to 
taking your careers, obviously starting up your own business, um, something you've done through. So yeah. a small business called the Magpies Board shed some light on some of the things she thought about before starting her business, such as just making the clear business plan, like taking into consideration finance, supplies, advertising, you yeah. know, like a clear idea of your values and motives. Were these similar things that went through your head when you were starting DW Cosmetics? Oh, definitely. Like there was so much I had to learn when I started. I was very... I was I had such a passion for what I was trying to sell and what I wanted from from obviously starting a brand at the very start I remember I would sit and I would just write down like in my journal exactly kind of what my motive was from it like what was the long-term plan because I think a lot of people forget like when they start a business if you're only starting a business based on what you're going to make from it sometimes that's not the best way to do it I think a lot of people do that they're like oh I have my own business I hear entrepreneurs make the most money I'm like no that's that's not always the case like it's, it takes a lot of work people can clock out of work when they finish a nine-to-five when you have your own business you don't get to do that like you're literally working always whether like as soon as you go to bed you're thinking have I got an order to have orders go set in the morning like there's so much more behind it all but basically for me it was just getting a really concrete strategy on like what I wanted my business to look like who was my target audience you know anything like that was kind of where my head was at and I didn't even know half this stuff so I didn't take any like business classes online or anything like that. I actually just watched a lot of YouTube videos. That was kind of how I got into it. I watched YouTube videos on how some of the like influencers that I loved started their businesses and their brands and grew their name. And I think that was the most important part to just try and get my name out there as much as possible through any platform that I could, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever way I could do it, I was pushing it as much as I could, as well as to think about like advertisements. So whenever you start a business, you kind of, you know, obviously that it takes a while for marketing and stuff to actually really kick off because you need to get your name out there first. So I never really thought about all that. So as I went through the business and learned more about it, it was just really about word of mouth, getting your business out there and letting people try it. Like PR is one of the most unreal things, whether it's a service you're selling or whether it's an actual like physical product. I couldn't get over how like much my business has moved like in the way I wanted to through having people who like promote my products on their Instagram or like having swipe up links like it's so so important for all that but there is so much that goes behind it but it's it's amazing when you're passionate about it and you love it you're just more interested every day and like in growing your own brand when you pour your heart and soul into it as you said it, it always is gonna become what you want to become when you put like you're all into it and obviously oh, yeah I think some people forget like when you have your business it's like it is like your child there is oh, yeah. no like finish at five o'clock at night and that's you done because you're constantly thinking of like what else to do like how am I going to bring in more you know people supporting the brand how am I going to like you know advertise it more as you said um I'm actually surprised PR was the you know the best way for you to expand your brand actually I thought it would just been social media but I suppose if nowadays there's social media influencers and sharing products that way gets so many more people like I know if I was like looking for a product or something I was on like Instagram stories that's probably where I would find it most and I'm just going to swipe up there. yeah that's it like there's so many people said to me at the start you know how did you grow your name and how did you get your products out there and if you are going to be selling like a physical product it is important that you let people with a voice and with a platform kind of try it so that was something I didn't realize so I remember learning that through YouTube and I was like okay but I'll make a PR list. So I went like searching, did all my research to find whose platform was like most reliable and who 
also looked well for my brand like I couldn't I don't want to have any influencers that didn't have the same morals that I did I needed to be sending products to people who were like all-inclusive in what the way I thought I wanted to have girls boys whoever on the PR list and make sure that I got out as much as I could and as well as something people always forget is anybody who has like a hundred thousand followers that's amazing and that's really good but also the micro influencers from like one thousand up to 20,000 whatever they're so powerful because their their audience are people who really want to listen to them and obviously really take in what they're saying because sometimes a bigger platform doesn't actually mean the bigger sales it actually is kind of the opposite because a lot of people see them promoting a lot of different brands whereas if you get someone who's smaller they really appreciate the little things that you send them and they will sit and talk about them so that was definitely a massive big game changer when it came to just trying to get my name out there and grow on a business because obviously being from Northern Ireland it is a little small place so it was just one of those things how can I get people from America or how can I get people from Scotland and it's why it's so good to have Instagram analytics because they show who's watching your stuff where they're Do from they? yeah so when oh, you have wow. a profile mm-hmm. it kind of does that for you and as well as I have I made my whole website myself so I can kind of figure out and see where most of my orders are coming from where I need to target next find an influencer from that place um and then that kind of is how I would source who I'm gonna like pick next if that makes any sense but yeah, yeah that's that is such a like as much as we say the internet is so can be so annoying sometimes that's yeah. actually one of the best things about it for businesses for that reason yeah. because obviously when someone like just comes into your shop you just you obviously can't ask them a thousand questions like where are you from you know like you're trying yeah. to find someone from that area of the target um so when you, it's online, all the data and all, and it's so much better for business, it's so much easier, hassle-free, yeah. just, yeah. you know, able to share your business a lot more. Um, when we ask on Instagram, like, do you believe university is the only way to get in a career? Actually, 92% of people said no, which I think is a really positive, you know, insight, because especially as we were saying earlier about the younger generation, you know, having this idea instilled into them that, university is the only way when starting your business yeah. is such a fantastic opportunity to really show what you're all about and what just do something you love you know what I mean like instead of oh, kind of exactly. finding something to fit into I mean I'm I obviously I didn't go to university and but my sister and stuff she did um and I have loads of friends that went to university as well and they always done teaching um and really specific things but just for me whenever I thought about the actual fact of going to uni I was like, what am I, what am I going to get at the end of this? Like all this, you know, hard work you put in, if I'm not passionate about it, if I fall in love with it, if it's not something I see myself in long-term, why am I spending this money for a start? Why am I putting myself through this? Is it just a party? Is it just to say I went to uni and feel like I've achieved something because other people will see me as successful if I went to uni? And I think that was one of my biggest fears was how people would look at me if I just left school and went to work. Because whenever I was, what 18 when I left school it wasn't a thing to have your own business it wasn't looked at as cool to like start a brand it just was looked at as like nobody does this like why would you do that like why would you put yourself out there that's really you know not what we do here in Northern Ireland so now obviously as I've grown up and I've really like surrounded myself with really business-minded people it's incredible to hear half of them you know didn't go to university or some of them did and they didn't be like business I'm not really sure like what they would be learning you knew with that because they didn't go but um you know there's so much out there and I, I don't think you have to go at all I think you know some of the most successful people in the world didn't go and get like you know about degrees but again that's not to say that if you're sitting listening and you want to go to uni that you're making the wrong choice not at all like everybody 
deep down knows what they really want and I think mm-hmm. something I'm all about is going for what you really want don't settle for any less so if you want your own business start it have a side hustle do those things that make you happy and who knows that side hustle will become like a full-time job in a year like that's what happened to me so yeah like I don't think you have to go at all I think it's all down to what you want and what your goal is and obviously doing and doing what makes us happy I think we need to really take into consideration the uni life or like working life and that balance between working and life and uni and life um, yeah what is something that you would do to help yourself you know balance the two out I think at the start I I found it difficult because obviously when you start a business um you want to make sure that you're giving it your all you don't want to have a day off because you know you've you've so much growing to do so something I find really helped me was every day obviously exercise is one of the best things for both mentally and physically I when the gyms were open I every single day unless I was sore or didn't want to go to the gym, um, I would have used the gym as like my escape. Um, me and my husband, we went together. It was like our time to go and just like let off some steam, have some time to feel really good. Because after a really sweaty workout, you come home, you get a shower, you can have your dinner, and then you can get back into whatever you were doing before. So you kind of take, just even taking an hour of my day to come off my phone and do something that was actually meaningful was something I found just to help me get a little bit more balanced because at the start I was all work no gym no I wasn't prioritizing eating I wasn't prioritizing like even seeing friends family and whenever you're neglecting other areas of your life and putting all into one it's never going to end up well so that is something I would definitely say just try and even give yourself an hour off your phone or don't check your phone as soon as you wake up or meal prep you know have things ready so you're whenever you're on a busy day or you have to go to do meetings and stuff you've got food on the go and then just, again, just do something every day that makes you happy. If that's getting in your car, driving somewhere just to like clear your head or getting a really long bath or reading a book, you know, a couple of pages of a book that makes you feel good. I think just doing anything that can take you away from your work life and give you a bit more of like a personal life, just so you don't feel like your whole life is just work. I know. I think I was actually in the same sort of boat as yourself, like going out there and exercising that. I always liked exercise when I was younger. Like I was really into it. And then as soon as I got to like GCSEs, probably like GCSEs, my start my A levels, like I just didn't, like couldn't do anything. And no. it never gave you a chance to even just do something that made you feel good. And I always looked at people in like her class and stuff. We were like getting up and going to a gym and playing hockey and playing football and rugby and all the rest of it. And I was thinking, you know, how do they even fit that in? Yeah, and it is actually easier to fit in than you think. And it gives you like. I just feel like I could have been so much more positive and, you know, motivated and you know, yeah. energized if I just had done that throughout my A-levels. Because I've only really yeah. started the past year and I've noticed such a difference. So if I had started that sooner, I could just say I'd be so much more less stressed and I wouldn't be so like, anxious about everything because it really does yeah. just give you time to like clear your head. And you also mentioned there like meal press. I mean, I'm the word that like if I have a lot of deadlines, I like almost, you know, I kind of get bricked and lunch just gets pushed back further and further and further and oh. I'm like there's no point it's during dinner time and oh. I think especially the past year I've really noticed that because I haven't been at university where I've had you know had a break in class to actually go and get lunch or bring a packed lunch or something so yeah. I've kind of just been at home so you kind of lose that sort of lunch hour thing so you do I and know. then you kind of like just neglect it almost don't you 
Oh, to be fair, like I think uni students, from what I hear, a lot of the time, you know, you overwork yourself, you don't get enough sleep, you know, everything's kind of deprived. But one thing I definitely think, and I remember I follow a girl called Grace Beverly. She actually just came out with a book called Working Hard or Hardly Working. And I absolutely like, I need to read it. Like it just, just the topic that we're on, it just works so well because basically what she was saying was like, if you can make like a priority list. So like, what's your priority that you need to do every day? So say that you have assignments or you have, um, dissertation or whatever it is that you're doing have the most important things in the morning so breakfast coffee before anything else so that you're fueled for your day and then maybe like you have a walk before you start or you take a break like an alarm will go off you take your break which is just the way you would be in uni because obviously you know things done from home right now have a break for half an hour 40 minutes there is enough time in a day I know people say that there's not enough time in a day I'm like there is you just have to try and get up earlier or go to bed earlier or like whatever it needs to be um, I think it is just have a priority list. So I know some people, they would say like, I have a million and one things to do today. And I was guilty of doing that too. But until I sat down and was like, actually, like half of that is not even important. I could do that over the space of a week. I don't need to do it all today. If you can just wake up and go, right, this is my biggest priority for today. As long as I get that done, I can relax maybe like an hour earlier than usual, which gives you obviously more time for yourself, which then makes you happier as a person to be around. <laughs> so I do think that is so important. I know I've actually started doing something similar like my I got a diary and I know I kind of neglect it I had got one of my first year university I just kind of like neglected it and just put things in like my calendar and my phone to remember but I actually started writing out like I shall show you the Ooh. bullet yeah bullet points so I love that you can see I bullet point things and then I highlight them so they're oh, all yeah. color coordinated that's like, what I different do things like different subjects and all and just by doing that like the past few weeks it's honestly, or this past semester actually, just helping so much more. And yeah. just seeing them all in different colours and just having that organised. Like, I'm such yeah. an organised freak. No, I'm just really, seeing that. Like, yeah, organisation yeah, is one of the big me. things. Yeah. And all then I know I need to get this done, this done. I'll have lunch, have a cup of tea, then I'll get this yeah. done. And then that gives me only this here to do tonight. And then I can relax. And it's helped me organise my life so much more. And I would yeah. never have thought that. But when you fill it all up here, all jumbled up and no. your brain's sort of trying to remember you like oh my goodness you need to do this don't forget to do this and instead of writing it down it's so list. much more easier no I literally work by list so with my brand as well I'd be like right what needs done I need to have these shipped out today I need to organize with a manufacturer when these are coming what designs because I'm always working towards the next thing so mm-hmm. with a brand I think that's also something people never think of like I didn't know that if you launch something you have to kind of launch something about a month or two later so I was always worried that I wouldn't have something interesting because obviously when you launch something it's exciting and then it kind of plateaus after a while because people have used it people have talked about it so it's important to have the next best thing so I was obviously needing to do a lot of lists because I was like I gotta organize this it was all in my head and I'd be walking like Mm -hmm. just even going on a walk with my husband or the dog and I'd be like I'm gonna forget that I need to let you run home because my mind is scrambled and I used to forget nail appointments I used to forget to get my hair done and there's just nothing worse because then you are neglecting so much of the stuff that you love because your brain is just everywhere so lists and bullet points are like the best thing ever you've got it like so spot on for this week's submissions we are going to read out some of your biggest pet peeves so the first one we got sent in was dry textures and I think this is one we can all sort of oh yeah like relate to what was one you got I'm going to go onto my phone here because I have it sitting here. Um, being late. Somebody said being late. 
which again, I hate being late myself. I have to always be like, I'm always the person who's like half an hour early waiting in my car because I'm so scared of like having the other person running behind. So I can agree. Uh, another one I got was people who lie about unnecessary little things. Oh, okay. It's interesting, but I, I can kind of see like, like little white lies. Yeah, what was another one you got? Um, people who walk slowly in front of you. <laughs> I, I could, I see, see if I'm in a rush and like even just traffic's going really slowly because people are just taking their time. I'm like, you need to move. I have somewhere to be. Oh my god, and it's usually my own fault because I haven't prioritized my time and I'm running behind. And the last one I got was people who stare at your phone. I think you were saying you got one similar, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who stare. Well, it was more over your shoulder, like people who are so mm-hmm. saying. I think the girl meant like if you're on like a train journey or a bus. I obviously haven't had that because I've been driving since I was about 17 now. But I do know if I'm doing something or even in the cinema or something, if I'm on video myself my phone, I feel like, are they watching me behind? Like, oh, I don't know what, what should I say? Like, it's like a text to your friend about like an ex or something. I'm like, oh, hopefully they don't know me from behind. But yes, I don't like that either. I just don't like someone like reading my stuff. I'm like, no, don't look at my stuff. Not that there's anything private. It's just, I don't know, it's weird like privacy thing. I don't know. It is, isn't it? It's just like, just look at your own phone. Like, why yeah. do you need to look at my phone? That is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me, Jerry. It was so nice no. to chat to you about your career and you know, you. your business. No, honestly, thank you so much. I love obviously talking about the brand and making people aware that, you know, you can start a business, no matter where you're from, if you have passion for it, you know, just go for it. There's no point, you know, psyching yourself out because there'll be plenty of people in life that will tell you that there's only one path to success. But I'm here to tell you that there's not. You can go to uni or you can decide not to go to uni no matter what. It's all up to you because you make your own success. So, yeah. Next week we're going to be chatting all things summer, so keep an eye on our Instagram group posts and get involved with our stories over there too. But in the meantime, take care. Bye.